Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo Technology, and here I am uh, recording a podcast episode with one of my dear British colleagues, uh, all the way from across the channel, Ben, Ben Botlicole. Hi, Ben, thanks for joining Hi, me. Thanks a lot for coming online, I appreciate it. Not at all. Very good. And, uh, um, you know, I invited you because I know you've been doing some really cool stuff on the F4J in the engineering department. And uh, I think it's always cool for people to sort of uh, have a little bit of an, uh, a view on how these things work. Um, but before I get into that, why don't you introduce yourself and people might uh, uh, learn a little bit more about who you are and what you do at NEO. Uh, I'm, I'm Ben. Uh, I am one of the uh, one of the developers at NEO. Um, I've been at NEO for two and a half years. In that time, I spent some time working on the, the core product. Um, I've also worked on improving our internal development infrastructure, um, build systems and, and uh, release processes and so on. Um, I've spent some time working on building uh, testing tools to allow us to um, to, to automate and improve the, the testing of, uh, of Neo4j, um, particularly uh, testing in sort of real-world scenarios, testing end-to-end -end in, in the same way that, uh, that, our, that our users use it, and so we can have a chance to beat, beat the product up a bit before we, before we release it to the, uh, to the real world. Absolutely. And most recently, um, I've started a new stream of work to improve the the operations surface of, of Neo4j. So we're looking at uh, logging, configuration, packaging, um, and things like that. Trying to trying to really improve those and, and try and make the product as uh, as as easy and um, nice to use for, for for operators, for systems operators, and as as it as it is for. Um, for the end users. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so could you tell us a little bit more about you know some of these um, build processes and how they work? You know, just from a very high level. Uh, I know you know everything we do is open source, right? So uh, people can look at, at some of the source code on, on on GitHub and stuff like that. But how does it actually work from a DevOps perspective? Uh, what are some of the big bricks? Yes, um, we use uh, we use Team City, um, which is a um, a build server. Um, and we take the, the source that's in the in the GitHub repo, which, as you see, um, people can see. Um, we build build that, run the tests in that, and then we have a a, a quite a long um, complex pipeline of builds that, that follow on from that. Um, some of the some of the testing we do is is in the public source code repository. We also have a a number of um, internal private repositories which have uh, testing tools and so on in. And we run, for each build, we probably run um, 10 or 15 different kinds of different kinds of tests that we have oh. that test different aspects of the, of the application. Some very simple ones, which we call tire kicking, which just uh, start the application, install it, start it, run it, make sure that we can write data and read data. And then um, varying levels of sophistication beyond that, um, low-level tests for components where we we want to stress test or performance test an individual component, and then and then larger end-to-end -end tests. Some of the most useful tests we've got are for our um, 
testing of our of our clustering, um, where we've got we do sort of fuzzy testing where we um, we stand up a cluster and, and read and write data to it, and and while it's running, we we knock over individual instances, deliberately um, crash them or, or shut them down cleanly, and make sure that the cluster um, stays up and is and is resilient to that. And that's been a very useful um, aspect of the testing that we do. Wow, in some of those tests, are they are they like? I mean, do they take a long time, or is it like uh, instantaneous, or how how does that work? Is it is some of these things must take quite quite some time, no? They do, yes. Um, we we have uh, we we have tests that run for run for several hours um, for, for that reason because we're we're standing up real clusters of, of, of servers and we want to we want to run them over time and, and make sure that they're um, that they're stable over over a long period of time. Very cool, very cool. So, and 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 you're now starting some 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 new work on the operability. You said right. There's a, there's a lot of people looking at that. I think uh, you know some of our primary users are the administrators, aren't they? Yes, exactly. Um, historically, um, uh, it's an area of the product that hasn't that hasn't got quite as much love as as, as it as it might have done. Um, we've we've been focusing on on end user features of the product um, and uh, stability and the reliability of the data storage. Um, but uh, we, we've taken a decision to make a to make an investment in, in trying to trying trying to improve the operability of, of the product as well now. Um, so we're uh, we're improving the, the configuration and the way that works with the packaging particularly um, this is all, you know, it, it, it's not uh, it's not glamorous stuff, um, but I'm uh, because of because of my interests, I'm very I'm very yeah. excited to be doing it, you know. So we're changing the, the directory structure of, of the that the application installs to, so that it's more sympathetic towards the standards ways of doing things on the platforms, particularly on on Linux, mm-hmm. where the majority of our of our production um, uh, installs are running. Is that some? Is that work going to be invisible in 3.0 or in the 3.0x series? Or uh, yeah, um, some of that work is, is already has already gone into the, the first steps of that. Have already gone into the code base and, and will be in will be in 3.0. Super cool. Um, we're trying to get uh, trying to get as much of it as possible of this in, into 3.0 as, as a major release um, mm-hmm. because uh, you know we're, we're happier to make some backwards incompatible changes for for 3.0 because it's because it's a major release and then hopefully things will settle down for the for the minor releases that come after it. Totally, yeah. So so I always ask a couple of questions on, on this podcast, right? So well, one of the things that I, I'm always interested in is you know, what, what attracted you to NEO and how did you get to NEO and why do you think it's a cool product to be working on? Um, I, I, you can I've, give me the real answers, Ben. I know this yeah. <laughs> very boring answer to this one. <laughs> I, I, I've spent um, I spent nearly ten years before I came to to Neo um, working as a consultant. Um, so I saw a huge range of different um, of different systems and, and, and applications, and, and and built quite a lot of them. Um, and uh, one of the really attractive things that I see is is the is the what, what I, I think is the, the superiority of the graph model as a, as a way of modeling the the real world and, and, and the shape of data in the real world over SQL or key value stores. Um, uh, and uh, so that I, I find that I find that very 
you know, I find that very appealing. Um, that I think I think we're effectively making making the life life easier of, of, of all those all those developers who I who I've been working with over the years who are, who are struggling with um, the impede mismatch between particularly SQL and the and the applications they're they're trying to write. Cool. Yeah. Um, on a more personal level, um, I, I knew a bunch of people who were here working at Neo Technology, um, and, and there were people who I knew and, and, and respected, and I yeah, I was keen to come and work with them. So uh, so that was what really that was what really sucked me in. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There's a bunch of people that come from the same background at Neo, right? People like Ian and Jim and Alistair and yeah. all of those folks. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. yeah, and they're all people who I'd worked with before, and, and exactly. keen to keen to work with again. Very cool. So um, maybe one more question, Ben, if you don't mind. Um, where where do you think this is going? You know, from a product perspective, you know, from an industry perspective, you know, anything that you, you know, aspire or think we should be doing or believe we should be doing or that type of stuff. You know, look into the future, crystal ball. Um, uh, my my. I think for me, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of work for me to do, um, carrying on the work I'm doing at the moment for the for the product. Um, we've got, as 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 you know, um, you know there there are kind of there are initiatives and exciting new features being being built across across the product at the moment for for three O and beyond. Um, I'm I, I'm keen to to kind of stick with the boring stuff. Um, I really want to make. To make Neo4j a a very easy product to operate, um, so beyond just cleaning out what's effectively debt that we're working on at the moment, I, I have ambitions for um, for monitoring, particularly of, of live systems, um, to to make to make the software able to explain to people what's going on inside it. Um, Integrating with with standard um, monitoring systems, um, and and once once we've kind of reached a level of where we're where we're kind of happy that we're not um, that it's good enough, um, I, I then got ambitions to 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 kind of start pushing on the um, the state of the art uh, and improving on the improving on the state of the art um, for, for for monitoring, particularly uh, turning monitoring into a kind of Feed of events so that so that it's really easy to understand, uh, to interpret the behaviour of the system, and for, for people operating it to to be able to more or less leave it to you know leave it to, to chug away on its own and then and then help build other systems that can that can interact with it um, and fix problems as they as they come up. Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for uh, coming online and sharing that with us. Uh, it's awesome. it's, it's always, always great to get like an inside peek in how things work uh, in Neo's engineering world. Um, really appreciate it. And I would say, you know what? I, I Let's make Neo4j boringly fantastic, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, right. Will, that will be such a great achievement. Uh, uh, thank you so much, Ben. Appreciate it. All right. It. Thanks, Rick. It's been fun. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye-bye.